AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. All right, so when other podcast hosts need reinforcements and call in the professionals, uh, I guess they go to me. Hi, Anthony. Right? Is that how this works? You needed a professional to host this podcast that's finally? What, that's what this is. After a whole year. You know, I feel so bad because someone messaged me on Instagram and said, you should do an episode where Anthony comes on Side Hustlers and interviews you about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, that's a cool idea. Like, let me think about it. That was like five months ago. Okay. I don't know who it was. So to the person who said that, I apologize. Well, that person clearly knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, so- In preparation to interview you and be you in the Side Hustler (laughs) podcast. You got cats. um, I I snuggled with your cats earlier. (laughs) I got a petty. I I thought about getting my eyebrows done, but I passed on that. No, I listened to, uh, in the past two days, I think I've listened to four of your podcasts. Oh, boy. That's a lot of me. So Four of them. I listened to Tatum. Yes. Which was the first one. I figured, let me see how she starts this thing. Yeah. Then I listened to Lady Law. 
uh, mainly because I wanted to see if you were going to give me the credit that <laughs> I, I deserve. I didn't. I felt bad. For that podcast because, you know, I kind of was the inspiration behind it. I forgot. It. Uh, and then because he yelled at me, I listened to Fred the Mailman's podcast. He yelled at you? Well, on Twitter, he yelled at me. Yeah. So I want to first jump into if you achieved your goal this year. Because well, obviously this that side hustler side hustlers podcast was your side hustle. Yeah. So my goal this year when I started 2018, like I made a list of things that I wanted to do, and one of them was doing my own podcast mm-hmm. for the very first time, like having my own thing. And I didn't want to kick off the year with it because I didn't want it to get lost in the oh my god what am I gonna do I just started the year and I gotta get this going right away I wanted a game plan yeah and that's why I picked my 30th birthday to launch it so I started the work in January and February and started recording them before then but my goal was to start a podcast and I did it what was the hardest thing that you didn't anticipate going into this I want to say the fact that you know doing it every week is a lot and I guess I knew that from my day Friday mm-hmm. but organizing it every week, I will say that, is a kind of a disaster still. Mm-hmm. Where I reach out to someone, I'm like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And they're like, sure, I can do next Wednesday at 2. And I'm like, I can't do next Wednesday at 2, but I can do Thursday at 1. And then, oh, the schedule. And then something else happens for me because I have a full-time job that has several jobs attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then these people obviously have other jobs. So it's a mess. And the time zones are a disaster. So really, that is what I did not anticipate, just back and forth. The scheduling conflicts so, and stuff like it's that. It's a torture. What has been, okay, if that's if that was the biggest hardship, if you will, <laughs> what's been the biggest gratifying thing of the podcast? What have, what didn't you expect going into it where um, you said, wow, I can't believe that happened? So much. I didn't expect to make friends from the people that I interviewed, the strangers that I met and are now I consider friends and I – the biggest, biggest thing for me was I didn't expect to turn into a uh, middle point for so many of these people. What where, does that mean? Where I would then connect them to each other. And the first time, the first big one that I remember that happening was when Valley and Rose Flower Truck teamed up with Chalk Boss. Okay. And Chalk Boss sketched all of the artwork on Valley and Rose's truck. And I was just completely lord that they did that and they only knew about each other because of me and i was like i this is what it feels like to be a parent and it was the coolest coolest feeling in the world and obviously that snowballed throughout the year and i purposely went into every episode thinking how can i connect this person to someone else so i'm not going to admit that i learned anything from your podcast okay because i don't want to give you that satisfaction uh but let's say i knew a friend whose name was (laughs) schmanthony and he learned a lot sounds dumb from listening to your podcast um, the one thing that I did realize was, yes, you have to have a game plan like you did. Yes. But part two of that is a game plan is great, but a game plan means nothing if you don't actually do it. Yeah. And so many of the people that I listened to, Carla Marie, on your podcast, they didn't really know what they were getting into no. when they started it. They no. just said, this is something I want to do. I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, why does this sound so familiar? And I realized, and I literally have never thought about My Day Friday in this in this way before mm-hmm. until I listened uh, to a couple of your podcasts. Well, we had a game plan. We did have a game plan. But what I realized from a lot of the people was, A, have a game plan, do it, you'll figure it out as you go. And those are all things that we did. But um, I was listening to the Fred the Mailman podcast. Yeah. 
And the one thing that really stuck out to me, and Lady Law did this as well, the people you know around you, yes, they could be your friends, they could be your family, but they're also resources that you probably never even thought of. And sometimes those things just, they work out. And I think what we did in My Day Friday was I had a certain set of skills. I knew I was a little better at editing and uploading and all yeah. of that, the the digital, not digital. The technical the side. The technical side mm-hmm. of, of the podcast world. And you being kind of the the it girl on Elvis' show, you had some more airtime. Mm-hmm. You know, people saw you as the person who was a, an everyday part of Elvis' show. So you had that part of it, right? You had your host talent part of it. Mm-hmm. And you had the digital space. Yeah, social, all that stuff. And we both kind of by default, fell into those roles and were able to balance each other out. And I think had we never had the conversation, we would have never realized that. And one of the things that I learned from your podcast, and I think everyone who might want to have a side hustle one day should learn, is talk about it. Yeah, it's huge. Talk about it. And how have you, just by talking about your podcast, how has that kind of led to other things for you? Well, first of all, the podcast as a whole, I said to you, you were the first person I said to was, I want to do my own podcast. And you were like, okay. So now it's out there. Now you have to do it. Yeah. Once you say it, that's it. Or at least that's how I function. And I picked a date and I was like, I got to stick to the date. So once you you have to have an accountability partner, when whether it's working out or just life stuff. So that's why I, that's where I first said it out loud. But what did you just ask me? <laughs> I'm bad on the side of things. You're not really, yeah, you're not really You asked attention. me. Just by talking about <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. How have people oh. jumped out and helped or how have things come together just by having conversations outside of when the microphones are on? Oh, I feel like I'm talking about this podcast every day, okay. every single day to anyone, whether it's a boss being like, did you know I started this podcast? And they're like, you did? It's so cool. And then they start listening to it and I don't know about it and it's weird. Or just friends. Like, do you know anyone else who's a side hustler? And they start connecting me with people who start connecting me with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like this crazy spider glass Thing that spreads all over the place and it also goes with my plans for next year that I've started putting out there and people start coming to me like I can help you with this this and this or I have a friend who can help you with that and, it, and you're right if you don't say it it's never going to get done yeah. and if you don't say it people can't jump in to help you correct and I think that's the one thing I learned Fred the mailman just through having conversations was able to get an investor in his brewery because he wanted to ask someone questions about opening a brewery and he said you know what let me let me throw my hat in the ring and be a part of this. And it's just talking to people. I know with Lady La, it was um, getting her boyfriend to help her build everything mm-hmm. and going to Home Depot back and forth. And with Tatum, it was people that came out of the woodwork to write for her. Yep. So it really goes to show you that if you have that idea in your head, sometimes even before you have your game plan, just start talking about it. Because some people can give you ideas, some people can help, and it it motivates you because now you're accountable. And one thing that it's kind of hard to explain, but almost step back from your life and look at everything objectively. And I say that in the sense of side hustlers where there are so many people in my life that were side hustling and I just knew them as that person, not as a side hustler. So it was hard for me to be like, oh, that's your side hustle? Like my dad, okay? Mm didn't that was my dad's life like that I was another think, Anthony recommendation by the way yeah but exactly like it <laughs> took someone from the outside and that's why you should talk to friends about what you're doing because my friends have been a huge help in just moving forward with the podcast and making it grow 
everyone everyone makes mistakes, right, as they're starting something new. Mm -hmm. And even though you've been in the podcast world for a while, doing it on your own is difficult. I know yeah. that from experience as well. Are there any mistakes that you've been like, I, I could have done that differently? Um, I think that they should be shorter, and I've started to do that. My episodes are can kind of go long because I'm just so into it that I forget that other people need to listen to this, and they might yeah. not be as into it. So. You know what I, I found out, actually, and this is uh, from someone who I did a podcast with that will will air in the new year. I guess a lot of people in the podcast world are speeding up the audio just oh God, a little no. bit. Not where it sounds like chipmunks, no, 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 you know? <laughs> it's not like the, the legal ID stuff that we do at the mm -hmm. end of commercials. But I guess there's a range where if you speed it up a little bit. You can't tell. You can't tell. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, though, because I do like the pacing of we a conversation. We fast already, though. That's These true. These people don't. <laughs> and I, that's not even it. It's not even the speed of how I speak. I like the pacing of a conversation. It's mm -hmm. one of the reasons I like podcasting, not more than radio, but it feels more comfortable. Because yep. there are times in radio where you have a boss that comes in and says, Oh, get to it in 12 and a half seconds or you're going to lose, blah, blah, blah. With a podcast, that person's there. They made a decision. Mm -hmm. You know, they saw that it was 40 minutes or 50 minutes and they said, all right, I might have to do this in, in two or three sittings, but yeah. I'm making this choice so you can slow down and have a conversation. Yeah, that's one thing that I am working on. And I think another mistake that I learned from and I still need to move forward with this is really doing my research on someone because a lot of times someone will reach out and be like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. I do this. And I'm like, cool, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, what were you doing that this is your side hustle? Yeah. And I've literally like been duped into doing episodes and I get to the episode and I realize like- It's just their job. It's just, it's kind of just their job and it wasn't really a side hustle. And I'm like, this kind of messes with my integrity, but mm. I'm also like, it's just a podcast at the end of the day. Yeah, but so I think- it's hard. You have uh, your close to 200,000 followers on Instagram. So I think a lot of people view that as if I can just get Carla Marie to talk to me about my company, I can get more sales or I can get more eyes on me or ears on me or whatever it happens to be. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have people who try to slide in there that don't necessarily fit the criteria yeah. that you need. And I'm not having it anymore. Have you, do you not air them? No, I do because they still have a cool story about okay. how they started their company. And I'm sure there's something that they say or do that can inspire someone else. Of course, business people, the behind the scenes, you pull back the curtain of a business, you always learn something. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're all small businesses who are super passionate and started from nowhere. So that's how I looked at it. Would you say that you've accomplished everything you set out to do with the podcast for this year at least? Yeah, for this year. So 2018, yes. the checklist, everything was was crossed off. Yeah, but very early into it, I the gears were going and like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this. I want to do this now too. Well, you mentioned that you have things you want to do in 2019. Yeah. And you mentioned that you will, I mean, we talked about it. You've got to say it, believe it. I you know. know. Are you ready to say those things? Yeah, I may have even mentioned it in an episode before, and I've got a few things that I want to do. All right, and so what's I on the checklist for 2019? Just started putting the date in my head the other day, but I don't know if I want to say that far yet. But okay, big thing I want to do this year. It will be the f the first one of these, and they will grow and get better after this. But I want to do a networking event. And not just like, hey, let's all just show up at this place and have drinks and talk. Okay. Because I've done that with fellow side hustlers who have been on my podcast as a kind of um, bare minimum, let's see how this goes. And it was awesome. Okay. What I want to do is a full-blown day, like an event, where you show up, there's a keynote speaker. Then the next seven, next 
meaning seminar is a panel of maybe it's all women side hustlers. And the mm-hmm. next seminar is all male side hustlers. And the next seminar is a CEO talking about something. Whatever it is, I just, we've all been to events like that, but I want to base it off of this side hustle, nitty gritty type of person who really wants to follow their passion but doesn't know how to start. Okay, and I'm I'm assuming, and I'm not in the world really, but I'm assuming there are things that are similar to that. Very similar. So why why would that be different? Um, because there aren't really any that are side hustler based. The ones I've heard of or been to are uh, how to be a blogger or okay. how to be an influencer or it's women only or men. I don't. I guess maybe there's men only ones. It's weird. I don't think we're allowed to do that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> unless it's golf. And. And I'm going to say this, and someone's going to get mad, and I don't care, but I am so over the women's only networking events. Because guess what? You can't only network with women to be successful. Well, yes. I mean, you—okay. To counter that argument, you can probably be successful in that world, right? But if you're trying to start a business, if you're trying to take that side hustle and grow it into your actual business, or if you care so much about whatever platform that you're— you're mm-hmm. working towards, why narrow it down to right. half the population? But also, like, when you go to work, you have to, we have to interact with people of opposite sex mm-hmm. unless you, for some reason, have a job where you don't, and it happens. I get it. There are certain industries and there are certain products that you may be launching that are literally only for women, and that is fine. But I don't, I get it that they, they do exist, but I, they keep popping up and it's driving me nuts. Well, I think, and this happens in radio a lot, mm-hmm. right? You have... A lot of older guys who have been in radio for a long time making these big decisions. Exactly. And those decisions affect more than normally they affect female listeners more mm-hmm. than they affect male listeners. So sometimes even if your product is aimed at women, sometimes it's just good to have another opinion there. Absolutely. You know, listen, if, if you're starting a tampon company, <laughs> I'm probably the last person you should ask. Correct. But there might be other things, whether it's a supply chain issue or a, a dist- distribution issue, Just something like that. Overall business, yeah. Yeah, there are there are people who have opinions, regardless of their sex, that you should probably listen to. And maybe I've just been to crappy events, and that's, that's why I feel that way about that, and that's why I want to do my own. But I've been to some great events, and I've spoken on panels of some amazing events, and I want to kind of model it after that. And I've got my friends at the Eventus who can help me plan it. I've got my friend Crystal who launched her own leadership company, and she can be a part of this as well. So I'm now kind of plug and playing these people into my event, and I want to make it open to the public. You're going to have to pay to get in because I'm going to have to rent out a space, Mm -hmm. and that's going to be huge. And, yeah. So let me know the day. That way I can schedule myself to be the keynote speaker. (laughs) I'll I'll be there. You'll be a part of it. I don't know. I'm aiming for middle of the year. That's all I'm going to say. And I also want to, I guess I'm going to sell merch, side hustler merch. Okay. Whether it's a mug, a pin, or patches. I'm going to start small with things that say, like, I'm a side hustler, and they're going to look cute, and you can show it off. Okay, that's pretty cool. What about like services that people can not subscribe to, but almost like an Angie's list? Isn't that the, the website where you can yeah. like get a contractor or whatever? Like, I think it could be kind of cool if you had like a side hustler's Angie's list. So that. Like, do you need a florist? You can right. go to these people. So that is something that, that's how this idea started. Okay. For me, it was what if I had a website where everyone who's been on my podcast, you can like go there and kind of check in. And, and find them. And I was like, well, I can just do that on my own website. Yeah. 
which is thecarlamarie.com. And that is also a plan. I want to actually highlight each person in their own section aside from the podcast so you can go and see them and go get all their info in one Instagram, website, all that. That is the plan for that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, eventually it could grow even bigger and it would be beneficial to have something like that. But that was the original idea. Then I started with just connecting everyone who's been on my podcast in one place so that they can communicate. And I was like, all right, if they are benefiting so much from each other and they've already in this, what about all these people who want to break into this world? Uh, now, that's obviously all stuff that's down the line. That's 2019, maybe 2020, depending yeah. on how things go. Uh, what is there still an obstacle that you need to get over that you've dealt with in 2018? It is so hard to get people to listen to your podcast. There's a lot of podcasts out there. And, and I'm sure there's other side hustler na- titled podcasts, mm-hmm. too. But granted, I'm lucky that we have a radio show and another podcast and a great social following that I can tell people to follow. To listen, but if you want to get tactical, my numbers are still lower than My Day Friday, and that's because there's two of us obviously promoting it, and that's been going on for five years. It's also the greatest podcast known to man. It's true, but it just it's so hard, and a lot of times I'm also like I've only posted about my podcast once this week, mm-hmm. so I'm really bad at I'm bad at social media as much as everyone likes to tell me I'm great at it. I'm bad at the business side of posting. Well, I think. And both of us probably fall into this is we do a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. We we post a lot of things. In the audio world, we do a million different uh, podcasts and whatnot. Yeah. I think we try to keep the clutter down and not be redundant with posting because think about it. Every day we could post about a Dirty Little Secret podcast, mm-hmm. the Last Call podcast, which we do after our morning show, uh, My Day Friday if it's a Friday. And then you've got on-demand shows that mm-hmm. we have and- I, you know, I've got my um, Workout Wednesday podcast in 2019, and you have your side. It just gets to a point where right. how many things are you asking people to listen to? That's why, and it's been tough getting people to subscribe and rate and review and do all that. Do all that. And once they do that, it helps. Well, you should probably just quit everything else and just do the podcast. If I did that, <laughs> it would crush. I'd be poor, but. Now, here's, you wrote this question down, and I think you're trying to set me up. It says, anything I can do to help. Oh, no. <laughs> that was for other people. Me. Oh, okay. That was for my, uh, so my next episode that you're going to hear is a year in review episode where I reached out to everyone who's been on my podcast, asked them a bunch of these questions. And I also said, what can I do to help? And what can the people listening to this podcast do to help? And it was really cool seeing what people said back. And you're going to hear that in the next episode. But it is a community. The people who do listen though, and I don't want them to think that I'm like, I need more people. I mean, I do, but the people who do listen, it's a great community and they support every single person who's on the podcast, which is Well, then what can people do to help? Me? The The people who listen to the podcast. What can they do to help me? What can they do to help this podcast podcast specifically? Just share it with friends, rate and review it, subscribe, all those things. Okay. What's been a big help for you? Because obviously you could talk about setting in the, you know, setting up a game plan. You could talk about just the action of actually doing it. You could talk about the hurdles, but there have to have been, whether it's people that have helped or apps or platforms. Uh, Yeah, people have been a huge help. For example, Houston, he is, he works here at iHeart. He is a, um, a street teamer, which means he works in our promotions department and he goes out at events and represents the station. But Anthony and I have known him now for two years. And when I started doing Side Hustlers, I would do the episode and then I'd go home and I would edit it, Mm -hmm. which means I would do the podcast for like 45 minutes to an hour. Then I would edit it for another hour to two hours. 
And I was getting to the point where I, I could still do it. It wasn't that I couldn't fit it into my schedule, but I was getting, starting to get annoyed because I was like, this is annoying. I don't want to listen back to myself mm-hmm. for another two hours. And I don't, I didn't want, and it wasn't there yet, but I didn't want to lose the spark for me of doing the podcast. I was like, how do I fix this? So I worked something out with Houston where I pay him weekly to edit my podcast for me. And it's great because then I can just have fun doing it and then just send it off to him and he has to hear me. (laughs) Well, no, it's also important, I think, to realize you can't do everything on your own. And I learned that from the people on my podcast. Basically, I outsourced. So what what other lessons have you learned from, from guests? Is there anything that sticks out in your mind? Uh, Google. That is one thing that every single person said. Have you listened to Roosevelt's episode? Uh, bits and pieces of it. I've okay, you have to. to. Thing. So I don't Steve, like those guys very much. Our mutual friend Steve talked about how he didn't understand like shipping, international shipping, or any any taxes, all of that. And he literally learned through Google. And I think a lot of us forget that we have the entire world at our fingertips, and it can get cluttered. So. I would go on Twitter and be like, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. Help me. Or how do I do that on Instagram? Whatever it is, like send me your review or send me your um, recommendation, sorry, or whatever it is. And I think just asking people, kind of going back to that, putting it out there, but asking people and not being afraid to do it and kind of giving up control, but not really. Well, the resources are also out there. I know that um, I know it was, I think, Lady Law and Fred, the mailman, both said that they they learned things on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. You just, sometimes you got to, like, I mean, same way I learned how to tie a bow tie, you can <laughs> learn how to do almost anything. And there's other resources, whether it's graphic design or web design, whatever. There's like lynda.com or things like that as I well. I actually, if you were going to ask me my favorite app, one of the things I was going to bring up was lynda.com. So, so Carla Marie, what's your favorite app? So I don't, I don't use lynda.com at the moment. So here's the thing about the podcast. I know how to podcast. I know how to do all of it. I just, I got better skills at being a podcaster and a speaker and broadcaster through the episode, but how do I grow it now? That's the next step of things that I'm honestly going to have to learn. So like what? So I downloaded uh, lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. We used to use it all the time mm-hmm. at Elvis Duran in the morning show when we were literally learning Photoshop and learning. Anthony taught himself how to video edit, yeah. edit through Linda. So I was like, I'm going to download this Linda. and I'm going to teach myself a lot of graphic and video things together so that I can kind of showcase my podcast on Instagram with audio week okay. to week and things like that. So I want to learn more of that so that I can do it and get it posted and yeah, so lynda.com is awesome because you can literally learn anything on there, like even how to use Gmail. And you mentioned how you didn't want to uh, to get lost in like the editing of the podcast because right. you didn't want to lose your spark. But at some point when things become, I guess, more settled, when things become more, well, let, you hit the year mark, you've done right. 50 something of these podcasts, what's going to inspire you to keep going. I mean, at some point, some of the stories are going to get similar. So my friend Crystal actually said this to me a few months ago. She's like, so I was listening to Side Hustlers and I was wondering, like, at what point does it stop? And I'm like, it doesn't. (laughs) She's like, I think it's going to get mundane. And my friend Tatum was like, well, no, everyone has a different story. And I'm like, yeah, Tatum's right. But Crystal, you're kind of right, too. So it got me thinking. And I started talking to Mike, who created my logo, Okay. And your logo for your podcast. Yeah. And he had reached out to me and said, look, if you're ever looking for an episode of from someone who just has knowledge in an entrepreneurial world or different things like that, I'm not a side hustler, but let me know. So it got my gears going. I was like, 
why don't I start doing episodes with people for side hustlers? Yeah. You don't have to be a side hustler, but you could be someone who is really great with business things, just overall business things and techniques of starting a small business. And that is super helpful for the type of people who listen to this podcast. Well, just listening to you talk, I mean, why not take that event that you want to do at some point? You could podcast each segment, whether it's the the CEO keynote speaker, whether it's the the panel. Those are all things that people who may not be able to attend Mm -hmm. can still find a lot of value in. Absolutely. That's like um, create and cultivate. They do that. They broadcast. They stream the whole thing. It's a badass meeting. Well, it's thing. like kind of like a TED talk, but for yeah, side hustlers. Exactly. Um, and what I also wanted to do is I get I hear from a lot of moms who reach out to me and they're like, "It's not my side hustle because I'm a stay at home mom, but I have this whole business." And I get it. Being a mom is a full time mm-hmm. job. But if I'm focusing on people who have a day job and I'm like, it doesn't really fit and whatnot. So I thought, all right, what I'm going to do in May. Mother's Day month, I'm going to feature a mom. Oh, that's cool. In every episode who has a- Mom hustlers. Yeah, mom hustlers really is what I'm going to do. So definitely May. And then I'm thinking about doing themes like that to keep myself entertained and to keep everyone entertained. So if anyone has themes, let me know. I mean, there could be dads who do it too. Yeah. I think that is going to be for for you probably the only- the only obstacle, I mean, you have a million ideas. Yeah. And it's just, how do you get them all to still make sense in the same platform? And I think you've kind of already figured it out. And I, I think a lot of people are going to be very excited for what is to come in 2019. Yeah, listen, I'm clearly up for all ideas. Like someone recommended we do this episode, except I'll do better at shouting you out. I feel so bad, honestly. For and what? I For the person who said that I should do this episode. Oh, I thought you felt bad for not giving me any credit for getting your dad on your own podcast or Lady Law on your own podcast or introducing you to the Roosevelts and getting them on your podcast. Well, no, I got them on my podcast. I mean, you wouldn't know them without me, but that's besides the point. No, for real, this has actually been kind of fun. Yeah. I think I'm going to start my own Side Hustlers (laughs) podcast. What do you think? Did I do a good job? You did okay. (laughs) Also- um, It's a lot shorter than your other episodes. Well, another app that I wanted to talk about, which I bring up sometimes, is Later or Latergram. Or it's really a desktop version is great, too. And we both have that for our Instagram accounts. It's where people can schedule for free. You can use this to schedule on any Instagram account. But also, we use it to be able to link to photos. Meaning, if you go to my Instagram right now and you click the link in my bio, this has been super helpful for me because of all my different episodes. And you click one of the people, a picture of one of the people who has been on my podcast, it's going to take you right to their specific that's episode. That's cool. So that has been super helpful for me. This, that's part of the reason why I we purchased that service was because how do I keep promoting an episode or how do I promote this person's episode by not being able to put their individual link and then mm-hmm. two days later I have to change the link in my bio. So that's something cool, really cool to look into. And I'm going to tease this because coming up in next week's episode, Pinterest literally is taking over my life all over again, and it's huge. Okay, that's pretty cool. Lady Law mentioned this in her podcast, and I think it's something uh, worth pointing out. Because you asked her the same question, what apps do you use? Yeah, whatever, I ask what, everybody that. What app is really important to you? And I believe she mentioned a couple. She mentioned uh, the Calm app and mm-hmm. Headspace. A lot of people talk about meditation. And it is really important. I mean, my cousins uh, who run Young Nails down in L.A., Yeah, it's not their side hustle. That's their full job. Yep. But my cousin Habib, who does all of the, he does all the video stuff for them. I mean, he's also, I guess, a co-president, whatever the hell he is. 
he works about 12, 13 hours a day for that one job. And he's told me a million times, he goes, if I didn't take 15, 20 minutes out of my day every now and then to just relax and refocus, because I'd go crazy. And I think, especially when you have a side hustle, because like I, growing up with my parents, they had a jewelry store and a restaurant simultaneously. And I know how quickly people can get caught up in work and in doing two things at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking, okay, if I... If I get out of work at three o'clock, then I've got four hours to do this, and I've got, and then I'll check my emails again at night. That's my day. And then it takes up your whole day, and it's it's important to realize you're doing those things so you can have fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe fun's not the right word. You're doing those things so you can enjoy the time you have on this earth with the people you want to enjoy yeah. it with. Meditating is something that I'm thinking about diving into next year. I haven't set my goals yet for 2019 completely other than my side hustle. I did it for the month of September. My goal was to do 30 days in a row, and I ended up the second day of the iHeartRadio Music Festival is when I forgot. Mm. And I will tell you that for those first, whatever, 20, 21 days, I think it did actually make a difference. Yeah. Can you do that again? You were less crazy. Well, that's how that's what I'm going to start with in the new year. Okay. So uh, hopefully I can get some meditating Just back in. Deal with you till then. Exactly. Uh, am I am I done here? I think so. All right. Enjoy your podcast. Well, rate and review this podcast and subscribe. And thank you for being here for this entire year. I'm super pumped for you to hear next week's episode. It is going to be a long one. I will warn you. But it's a year in review. It's like a countdown, but not. Am I supposed to say something? Yeah, I don't really have a closed thing. Oh. Like, peace out, Cub Scout. Well, you're welcome for hosting it. Yes, thank you, actually. Seriously, you did not need to do this. I'm not paying you, so thank you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space.
Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.